Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lying to Gain on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast and Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sarah Larson, as always. As you can tell, Jerry's not with me tonight. He unfortunately got uh, held up with a, a work thing tonight, but I have been very fortunate to have my great friend here, uh, Lee Sean uh, German. Everyone knows him as Warlock on, on Twitter. So, um, very happy that you can come on and, and talk. I know you've done a couple of, you know, these uh, interview type things before. So definitely happy to to have you. Uh, we were just kind of chatting right before uh, we we came on that the last time we saw each other was the the Cincinnati destroyed, you know, walking out of there destroyed um, that game. So uh, definitely looking forward to some better, you know, times coming up. But um, I don't know if you've You've seen um, huge news just just broke about you know less than an hour ago that we've signed Tyler Bass to an extension, four years, twenty one million dollars uh, on the upwards half um, of it, but twelve million of that's guaranteed. Um, I'm excited to to have him in long term. Uh, I was a little when I saw the numbers, I said what, <laughs> but then I had to start remembering that you know top uh, you know top quarter of the the kickers out there are making five plus a year. So he is one of the best kickers in the league, and uh, now we don't have to worry about that. It's another extension. You know, we we drafted him, and he he's locked in the books. So I'm definitely excited about that. I can't wait to actually see the numbers and see how they're broken down and everything, because they usually throw these numbers at us, and then next thing you know, it's like oh, wait, it doesn't look as bad as it, you know, as it really was. So um, how have you been, LeSean? How, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm Gucci. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me on. That's for sure. You know, you can reach out to me anytime. I'm a text or a phone call away. You don't even have to call me. You just shoot me a text, you know, just like you did in this situation. But um, I mean, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I can't, I can't wait for the draft. That's a week away for sure. Get back to you know, some Bills football, as you spoke about the last time we saw each other was the division around when the Bengals came into Buffalo and slapped us around. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to get that bad taste out of my mouth and get back to Bills football, but I'm, I'm great. Just, you know, working, doing my thing and just, yeah. you know, ready for both uh, Bills football to come back around. Well, I of course know your story. Um, for those people who don't know, uh, quite a few years back, LeSean started, you know, donating um, a ticket here and there um, and started doing these little Twitter contests that kind of blew up from little Twitter contests to uh, something pretty big. And uh, he's been doing it for a few years now. You want to kind of talk about where you started and how, you know, how it all, you know, came to fruition and, and why you keep on doing it and this is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It can't be easy, number one. And number two, that you know, not everyone's so kind when they don't win. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some people, some people get pretty pissed with me, but I mean I tell them when you go out and you know play the lotto, you know, when you don't win, do you get, you know, pissed with the you know with the lottery board? But right. you know it is what it is. It's all in fun. But um I've actually been uh doing my giveaways for it's I've been doing it for over a decade now. It's been a while. The years, you know, the years are going by. But yeah. you know, I don't know. I've 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 always been the type that, you know, like like to see other people have fun and a good time. And you know, like if you know, if 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 I'm able to do it, you know, I don't mind helping out. So it just it just started like 10 years ago, like me giving away, you know, like uh my 
my my one season ticket seat like if i can't make it to a game for any reason because you know i'm i'm from new york but i live here in north carolina i'm in charlotte so you know back then once in the blue if i had to work or i couldn't make it to a game i would just go on twitter and you know give you know give a ticket away but then after that i you know started purchasing you know multiple tickets and giving out tickets to you know every game and tickets and sometimes flights and you know like it just it just built up over the years and now i've you know over the over the past decade i've easily given out hundreds and hundreds of tickets to people so you know it's cool sometimes it you know people that haven't been to a game in a while you know like i remember um this this season towards the end of the season it was uh two young ladies talking about how uh, they wanted to go to a Bills game, but it was just so expensive. So I just went on, went online, got them tickets, you know, for them and for them to bring their significant other. And, you know, it's just something I've, I, I, I always like doing, you know, if, if I can put a smile on somebody else's face, I'm, I'm going to do it if I can. Yeah. Well, I've been able to go to uh, quite a few games with you and see what you do with these, you know, uh, fans and, and, you know, tailgate with them and everything and um you definitely give them the whole experience so i know they're appreciative of it and um and it it brings you know it it just shows what the the bills you know spirit is and how you know our whole fan base has has really been over the years um so it's really cool what you do uh so speaking of you know do you plan on continuing it this year you're gonna yeah yeah no i'm gonna continue it i don't I don't see myself ever stopping. I don't really? see myself ever stopping. That's it's, amazing. I, I just I enjoy the hell out of it. I'm I'm not going front. And uh yeah. no, I don't I don't see it stopping. I can't wait for the schedule to come around to figure out you know, who we're gonna <laughs> open the season up with, whether it's gonna be in Buffalo or on the road when that you know London game is gonna come around. So to answer your question, no, I don't see myself ever stop, you know, stopping doing the giveaways ever, really. Yeah, that's amazing. So you also have been getting into a lot of these um, uh, Twitter spaces. And um, I've been with you live a couple of times after games uh, where where you're going off. Um, It becomes pretty entertaining. Um, Do you have plans to continue to like do one specifically every week so people can tune in or do you just like to drop into other people's spaces and um, it's, it's, it's actually, uh, it's, uh, me and we call ourselves the four horsemen. It's, uh, me and, uh, uh, three other bills fans. And we just like when Twitter spaces started going on, we would, you know, like get into it with Jets fans, get into it with Dolphins fans. I mean, Patriots fans don't come around since their team stinks now, but you know, it's just, it, it was just a fun thing to do. And it, and it, and it kind of blew up, but me, I'm the type, like I'll go into space and there's so many Bills haters out there, so many people that try to bash Josh Allen, bash the Bills, and I'm not going to stand for any of it. So it's hard for me. I can't hear somebody else, you know, of another team try to trash or talk junk about the Bills and just ignore it. Some yeah. people can, but I'm not the type. So it can, you know, really, you know, cause me to get heated and go at other teams' throats. But, yeah. I mean, I've been a, I've been a part of that lifestyle, of, you know, like talking trash and, you know, so it's always respectful, you know, like nobody really, you know, like gets crazy with me or anything like that. But 
Um, I, I, I enjoy going in the Twitter spaces. I haven't been in there as much lately because I've just been yeah. doing so much work wise and it's, you know, kind of the off season or whatever the case may be. But damn sure when the season come around, it's, it's going to be some crazy spaces for sure. <laughs> Well, with the the draft coming up next week that you mentioned, um, I am heading in on Thursday to to Saturday um, this year uh, to check it all out. Um, do you have any hopes? Um, where you know where you're hoping for someone in particular um, with the draft? And then I'm going to ask you, who do you think the Bills are going to draft? And let's do two. Let's do the first two rounds. Okay, who, are, okay. who are you hopeful? For sure. Yeah. Last year, you know, we were we were in Vegas for the draft. That was really yeah. fun um, to, to everybody that's going uh, tune into this. Yo, Sarah's my homegirl. Me and her have been rocking for years <laughs> now. I know everything is all professional now, but like me and her, to, you know, like been field level first row at Patriots games, yep. at Chiefs games that, you know, she goes to all the games, obviously. So she I'm going to drop a little tidbit. I just moved my season tickets. I am front row in 135. Nice. At home now. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Congra- <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. But uh, yeah, so the draft was uh, real fun last year in Vegas. I won't be able to make it this year. So I need you. I know you'll hold us all down. Yeah. So I appreciate that. But um, next, next Thursday night, I want the Bills to draft Darnell Wright tackle out of uh, Tennessee. I think yep. he's a really good prospect. And I'm not the biggest Spencer Brown fan, to be honest with you. I know the Bills say last year he had, you know, back injury and he couldn't, you know, he couldn't, you know, he, he had a back injury and he couldn't practice as much as he needed right. to. And he's only in his second year, so on and so forth. But I'm 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 not high on Spencer Brown at all, and I really want the Bills to draft his replacement in Darnell Wright. So he would be my number one choice to tackle out of Tennessee. But if not him, I also like uh, JSN, the wide receiver out of uh, um, out of Ohio State. You know, so uh, those would be my two choices at twenty-seven. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if JSN falls to twenty-seven, <laughs> he's the pick, right? I mean, like uh, something's going on in the world for him to drop to twenty-seven. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think he's going to fall there. Right. But if if he's there at twenty-seven, I think we need to run to the podium and make him a Buffalo yeah. Bill. That's for sure. So those would be my those would be my two top preferences: either Darnell Wright or JSN. Those would be my top two choices yeah. for the first round, at least. And for the second round, I don't know if we're going there that, there yet. But yeah, uh, for the second round, I want us to, you know, we got a big hole at middle linebacker. So I'm hoping either Jack Campbell out of Iowa, you know, would be there with our second round pick or if not him. Trent Simpson, the linebacker out of uh, close to be our, our second round draft pick. So, uh, so my friend, Jason first round and then Jack Campbell or Trent Simpson in the second round. Yeah. So my friend Daryl just said Jack Campbell. Um, yes, I'm okay with Jack Campbell in the second round. I am okay with Jack Campbell at 59. Will he be there? Probably not. I am okay with Jack Campbell at 59. (laughs) Um, so they all know that I've uh, been pretty much saying no Jack Campbell at 27. Um, I realize that we only have about 16, uh, 16 or 17 first round grades right now, uh, according to Bean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've I've been watching Bean a lot over the years and 
you know, he actually suggested that we need a defensive tackle because, you know, everyone's on a one year deal, which means to me, we're not going to draft a defensive tackle anywhere close to the first round. Mm -hmm. Um, We haven't brought in a linebacker at all for um, the 30, uh, you know, for our top 30 visits, which is interesting to me. Um, Maybe they don't feel like they need to. Maybe they feel like they already know what they what they want. Um, Or maybe they feel like they're confident in what we have, which makes me a little nervous. Yeah, um, it makes but, me a lot of nervous. But if we, if I'm telling you, if, if uh, Kalijah um, Cansey is there at 27 as a defensive tackle, we don't need a linebacker. Just draft him. Um, <laughs> and I would be okay with that in the first round. But I really do want offense. I really do want, you know, and people, you know, have gotten their, in their feelings a little bit with me um, saying it. But I also said if B. John uh, Robinson's there at 27, I don't think we I don't think we need a running back per se, but that's not why you draft a Bijan Robinson. It mm-hmm. is to take somebody else's job um, because he's that good. So um, I think that if Bijan's there, if uh, JSN is there, if Kalijah Kansi's there, um, we got we have to go with one of them. Um, but uh, Darnell Wright is one of my favorite um, tackles in in the draft as well. So yeah, I'm, you, you I'm are, on board you- with you that. You watched him at the uh, senior. At the senior uh, yeah, yeah, you were down there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah he looked. Yeah. He looked. Yeah, he looked good out there too. That's for sure. But just to piggyback off of what you were saying, I, me, I'm of the belief. A lot of people think like we need to go defense and our, you know, our first round pick, second round pick, yada yada yada. McDermott's a defensive coach. We lost Tremaine Edmonds, so on and so forth. But me. I want to do whatever it takes to make Josh Allen's life easier. I want to go offense, offense, offense. You know, like I remember uh, Sean McDermott said, you know, like uh, offense is our fastball, you know. So I want to, you know, I want to go offense. I want to go offensive tackle. I want to go wide receiver. I want to go tight end if we have to. I want to do whatever it takes to make life yeah. easier for Josh Allen. So me, I want to have I want to have the best offense in the league. I'm okay with going from, you know, in previous years we've had the best defense in the league, get to the playoffs and the defense gets smoked, okay? I want to have the best offense in the league. I don't mind if the defense has to take a slide if it right. goes from Only have to score know, one point more. That's all you got to <laughs> exactly. do. Exactly. So if it goes from <laughs> being the best, the top 10, the top 12, I'm okay with that. If we have the best offense in the league and we're just outscoring everybody. So I want to do a different approach. We don't try the defense, you know, like, you know, six out of our last seven first rounders have been uh, defensive players, maybe even seven of our last eight. I want to go offense, offense, offense. That's, that's my philosophy right now. I think that later on in the draft, I'm okay with us. You know, obviously we're going to have to fill a need for, for safety because, you know, our safeties, uh, you know, we only have um, wrap, um, and then obviously we have Poyer for one more year if he decides to come back. Um, Hyde's only here for one year. Um, we don't know what Hamlin's going to be like. So I do think we're going to need a, a safety towards, you know, towards the later rounds um, in the draft. A couple of people have been saying corner. We have four corners. Um, like, I don't think we need a cornerback. I think we're good um, there. We only have six picks. Um, I don't think we should be, you know. I don't want to say wasting it, but I don't think we should be um, using it on a, on a position we're not going to be, um, you know, utilizing. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, uh, definitely on the uh, earlier in the draft offense, later in the draft defense, unless someone falls on the, on the board that, you know, you know, um, really high up 
up and for some reason they've they've fallen back so um i'm excited um to to see if bean does something different this year you know because we've all been very critical on you know some of his choices and and whatnot um last year we knew we needed a cornerback we knew we needed one so you know we pretty much knew what we were going in the first round um which didn't leave you know, too much in, in our um, way of negotiating in certain, in certain areas, we were lucky that we were able to, you know, to make some trades and, um, you know, pick up um, picks and, and, and get Elam and then be able to move back up for, you know, everything else. So I hope that there's a part of me that hopes that if nothing is there at 27, that we do think about moving back into the early second round and picking up an extra pick or two, because in the end, um, we still have some holes that need to be filled and uh, we don't have a lot of cap space. So we might as well do it in the draft instead of trying to figure out how to figure, you know, make that work in the salary cap. So, um, so how do you feel? Support for this show comes from Sylvan learning as a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com about you know all the different things going on in the AFC East right now I know that you have some good friends and some very good enemies that are Jets and and Dolphin fans (laughs) so um it kind of goes both ways with uh with your um you know I guess it's kind of like infamy with with them because uh they love you and hate you at the same time so uh how do you feel about you know the AFC East right now and all the moves they're making do you and then and then I'm going to ask you how you feel about the Bills and how we compare with the the, the changes. Yeah, the divisions are definitely going to be tougher uh, this year. I heard it was going to be really tough last year, and then we won it by you know four and a half games, so it wasn't as tough as people thought it hmm. thought it would be. But you know, this time around, I think the uh, the Dolphins got better. Obviously, you know, the Jets, they're improving when they get Aaron Rodgers. You know, they'll be a force to be reckoned with. I'm not too high on the Patriots. I think they'll be last in the division. So that's okay. They dominated it for 20 years, so they can be last in the division for a few years. I got no problem with that. But I think I think the division would be a lot more competitive. I think uh, I think the Bills are still the cream of the crop, like, you know, like to beat the champs of the division. You know, they got to they got to come and, you know, take that title from us. So I still think we're you know first in the division but i think after that i think the uh jets and dolphins uh i think they'll give us a a a run for our money i think they'll be i think they'll be tough we'll still win the division but you know we won't win it by four or five games but 
you know, I, I, I give the Jets and the Dolphins fans, you know, I definitely, you know, I, you know, I beat up on them some, you know, for, you know, <laughs> I beat up on them some, but I, I recognize that, you know, both of those squads have been getting better. And obviously their objective is to be able to win the AFC East and take it from the Bills. So, you know, the Jets and the Dolphins, they, they got, they got a lot better. Yeah. I mean, the AFC East to me this year has become what the AFC West was supposed to be last year. So we'll just see if the chips fall, you know, AFC West was supposed to be this, you know, dangerous division that, you know, oh my God, they're going to rip each other apart. And they ended up never being what everyone thought they were going to be. Um, so you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Do you think that the with it taking this long, if it, if the deal doesn't get done before the draft, do you think the deal ever gets done? Well, because that means... I hope it never gets done. I mean, I, I think so that would right. just be the ultimate. I'd be able to open up spaces and laugh at Jets fans for the rest of the for the rest of the offseason if they don't get him. But I mean, I think I think it's just a matter of time. You know, Rodgers well, wants to go there. The Packers yeah. are ready to move on. The the Jets, you know, they haven't had a franchise quarterback in, you know, damn <laughs> near my whole lifetime. So I think, you know, I, I think uh, both franchises still want to get a deal done. So I think it, I think it will eventually happen, even if it doesn't happen, you know, like a draft night or anything like that. I think, you know, when the season opens up, I think Aaron Rodgers would be the Jets quarterback. I would love for it to fall apart or for another team to jump in. Cause I don't want him in my division, but ultimately I think he'll end up on the Jets. So, so you're still thinking that even if it doesn't, because that means they're they're not going to get their first round pick this year. They would have to be waiting for next year and then the year after. So you you think that they would, even if it doesn't get done before the draft. To me, that's a little risky because Aaron Rodgers' soul is, you know, on, you know, approaching the other side of 40. And he's at that point in time that, you know, you're pretty much, you know, doing two years out of, of draft picks that could really be a, you know, a problem for the Jets if, if Rodgers retires in a year. And I actually think that that would be almost more comical if he only comes in place for a year and then for the next two years and they, and, you know, they don't do what, you know, they don't, they don't get to that point where they think they're going to get, which is obviously with Rodgers, they think Super Bowl. Um, and then he retires in the next two years. They have to. They've given up a first round pick, you know, or you know, first and second, or I think that's what they're asking for is this year's first and then next year's second. I, I think it was what it was, or um, or maybe I'm flopping it, but I think it would be you know pretty funny. My only concern is if the Jets don't sign Rodgers, that Lamar is still available, and whether or not they would try to figure that out now. Lamar's contract is very different than what or contract to be is very different than what Rogers is. Um, a lot of people, you know, see Rogers' contract is, you know, $50 million and, you know, it's not though for the team that he gets traded to. So um, it's actually very affordable for whatever team he goes on to this year. So um, it could be, well, you know, the, that situation that if I don't want, I don't want Lamar Jackson in our division either, especially for four or five years, you know, Rogers, I can take for a year, um, you know, but the jets, I think they drafted so well last year. I think the jets really are a quarterback plus away. Like it's just like, you know, one or two positions. 
um, they're, you know, they're at that point. So I really don't want them to have that quarterback at all. I just, I hope everything falls apart and they have to go <laughs> in with what, you know, with what they have. But um, the, you know, they came out, the, the Dolphins came out, uh, it was either yesterday or today. And, you know, again, expressing, you know, all confidence in the world in Tua. Um, and then it came out that Tua had contemplated retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the Dolphins are, they picked up his fifth year, which I think they should have regardless, you know, they didn't have anyone else that could step in. Um, but do you, and they don't have a first round pick this year. So, um, do you feel like they're doing the right thing in putting all their confidence in, in Tua, or do you think that they are still going to end up drafting a quarterback sometime in this draft? Just uh, good, good question. Uh, really quick, just going back to the uh, Jets, I just want to punch on them real quick. I think it'd be very jet like for the trade to finally go through, and Rodgers becomes a jet. Um, the Jets find a way to miss the playoffs, or if they make the playoffs, you know, uh, lose wild card weekend, and then Aaron Rodgers retires, and then they're scrambling trying to figure out who in the world is going to be their quarterback. So yeah. let them get Aaron Rodgers, let them talk all crazy, and then they don't go, you know, they don't yeah. go far. With and then him. they're owing all these draft picks for the next couple of years. So exactly, I, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why. That's why I've been under the you know, the, the stance that if they don't get it done before the draft that um, I wonder if it gets done because then you're pushing it out three years. So, and if, if you're the, if you're the Packers, you know, obviously if you're going to be losing Rogers, you want draft picks for this draft coming up, you know, to help, you know, to help, you know, whether you want to, you want to try to move up yourself in the, in the first round to be able to, to pick somebody. Cause I don't think, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that they're fully confident in um in their you know their quarterback situation long term. Whether they say that they are, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I don't really think that they are. But um, in you know, they have young wide receivers that you know I they need to start building around um all of that. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. So how do you feel yeah, about definitely. the Dolphins? Yeah, uh, in, in regard in regards to Tua, I mean, I don't. He played. He played well to uh, start the season. You know, start the season halfway through the season. You know, I know he was up there. You know, uh, ratings wise and accuracy wise, and the Dolphins were putting work. You know, they got to like what was it like seven and three, eight and three, and they lost to the Panthers. They lost to the Chargers. They lost to the Packers. They lost to the Bills, and. You know, they they went from, you know, thinking they were kings of the division to, you know, losing out in second place by four and a half games and then us ending their season in Buffalo in the playoffs, which was beautiful. But I mean, I don't I'm not I'm not really too sure what other options they have at quarterback was. I mean, I was the Dolphins. I, you know, hope he, you know, hope he came back healthy and, you know, gave him a shot with, you know, Tyreek Hill and Waddle and you know, the chosen Anderson who they added and, you know, roll the dice with two and see if he can stay healthy and see if he can put in work this season. And if he can, you know, then, you know, maybe I'd give him an extension, but you know, everything is, everything is going to boil down to, you know, what Tua does this season, whether, you know, he gets an extension from Miami or not. So I would roll the dice with Tua, you know, like I said, while he was healthy, play well and hope he can, you know, hope and pray he can stay healthy and, you know, he put in work and he'll earn his money if he can, you know, do what he got to do. 
Right. So Papa Ron just put thoughts of the Jets, whether or not they should acquire Trey Lance instead. I've, I've heard Tennessee is kind of the leaning, like the leading candidate in, in Trey Lance. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those hit or, hit or miss. You don't know what you're getting in Trey Lance. So it's, I think it's me personally, it's depending on what San Fran's asking for. Um, are they asking for a first to, to get back? Um, you, you don't have much game experience to, to decide whether or not he is the next future to, you know, to pay a whole first round, um, you know, uh, pick on him so um it would be interesting because again you don't know what you got so he can end up being great or he can end up being a bust um i would i would i would love for them to trade for trey lance that that means they won't be bringing in aaron Rodgers. i mean trey lance you know he puts he puts no fear in my heart so go ahead trade for trey lance let aaron Rodgers. You know, go somewhere else, and you know we're just yeah. It's hard to be afraid of someone that you haven't really seen play like that. And yeah. they said, if you know, if um, what's his name, the the rookie from last year that um, Purdy, Purdy, Brock Purdy, yeah. Um, they were saying that he would have been the starter this year, yeah. Even if Trey mm-hmm. Lance is is healthy, so that goes to show you, you know, where they kind of value him right now. So obviously he wouldn't be really, you know, installing, installing too much fear in me. So yay, go ahead. (laughs) I mean, I think, I think they should give like two firsts for him. Just (laughs) make that trade draft night. That'd be great. That'll really, (laughs) that'll really uh, take up some headlines for sure. Right. Right. Papa Ron put uh, the dolphins won the super bowl in week three. So that's been, you know, obviously our joke for, you know, the last, uh, you know, eight months. So yeah, correct, it's true. correct. I would always be in spaces clowning Dolphins fans about you know we were down there in Miami sweating like crazy. That uh, was probably the hottest game I've ever been at in my in my yeah. life, sitting in that sun. But after the game, they were storming the field and celebrating like they did win the Super Bowl. And yep. I tell them like I, I I know you guys don't beat us that you know that often. I know Josh Allen is nine and two against your fan base, including the playoffs. You know since we drafted him, but just you know chill out it's only week three you know it's a long season and sure enough you know their season crashed like like a jet yeah. and uh <laughs> you know i told them chill out you you didn't win the super bowl week three so just yeah. just calm down so we, hopefully this we, you know going into next season they know just you know just relax and let the season play out we talk about that week three a lot on here uh jay spence has talked about it um, you know, we, cause we were all sitting together at that game, um, and that in the sun, yep. it was, I mean, for those people who have never been to a game in Miami, it's usually pretty hot. The last two years has been pretty hot. Um, but the, when the sun hits in a certain way, it is hitting the visitor sideline and, um, you know, pretty much the first 30 rows or so 34. 30, 35 rows behind the bench. Um, I think we joke about it all the time that, you know, I think we've had five or six Gatorades and waters each, and it was still not enough. Like you, like the second we walked out of that stadium, we were like trying to get to a gas station to buy more. Like it was Pedialyte and it was ridiculous. Um, yeah, that, that so. sun, that sun sits on you for like yeah. three hours. It's, it's pretty yeah. crazy. And there's, there's no, there's no breeze or anything like that. So you just sitting in it, sitting baking in the sun, sweating like crazy. You brought quite a few people to that game. Yep. 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 I yep. brought the four horsemen. I brought, uh, 
I brought Widow with me. I brought Coach with me, and I yeah. brought um. Damn, he's actually tweeting me right now. Um, <laughs> I brought I brought, I, I brought the four horsemen with me. So yeah. yeah, we we had some fun. I mean, I wish we would have won that game, but you know, it was still a fun experience. Yeah. Um. So. You kind of talked about the AFC East. I, I'm in agreement with the Patriots. I, I hardly even talk about them right now. And, you know, obviously they have an offensive coordinator now. So I, I guess we have to, like, think about it a little bit. But right now, Mac Jones just does not scare me at all. So um, now they have a very good defense. Um, and then, you know, you always have um, Belichick, which you got to be, you know, a little bit afraid of that. But I still think that they they um, you know are at the bottom of the um, the division, and I actually don't think that they'll hit 500 this year, um, just because the rest of the division is going to be so much better. Um, how do you feel about the Bills then? And then after you say that, I want I want your prediction of what you think we'll end the season with next year. <laughs> how do I feel about the Bills? That's a damn good question. Now let me ask you a question real quick. How That's I not feel how this about works. The... That's not how this works. <laughs> okay, okay. So no I'm questions. Just I'm just joking. Go ahead. I was gonna say, my feelings on the Bills are gonna be different if we have DeAndre Hopkins and if we don't have DeAndre Hopkins. So I'm, I'm hoping. I know uh, the rumors are he's interested in coming to Buffalo. Who wouldn't want to come to Buffalo with Josh Allen as your quarterback, one of the best on the planet? He can come to Buffalo and he won't have to be the number one. We have Stefan Diggs for that. You know, the Bills were the number two offense in the NFL last year when it came to total yards and points last year. So, I mean, adding, I think adding him, we would be arguably the most dangerous offense in the National Football League. So I would be very bullish on my Bills if we find a way to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. So, Brandon Bean. Did you hear Vaughn this morning? Yeah, I heard Vaughn. I, I, a lot of Bills fans are kind of down on Vaughn for all of that OBJ stuff and making it seem like he was going to be a Bill for him. To well, just go I to mean, Ravens, I'm sure so. I'm sure that there was a lot of talk, but at the same time, we were never going to pay OBJ no $18 million. No, no, no. O, you know, that OB, was never going to happen. Yeah, so, I mean, like he's he's put in work. He's won a Super Bowl. It was all about the bag for him, obviously. Of you course. know, so yeah. you know, we couldn't we couldn't come close to what Baltimore offered him. I'm but. sure we were probably a team that offered him the four million that he was like, <laughs> like no nah, way. I'm not. I'm not. I am that. very high on trying to figure out a way to get D Hop. I am very high on this. So I feel like if we get D Hop, I would still want to to draft a um, wide receiver. Um, a slot wide receiver. I, I, you know, at this point in time, I know we have people that can be in the slot and stuff, but they're more gadget play guys. I want a true slot. I want a true boundary guy. Um, and then I want Gabe Davis to come back in. Like he was when we had, um, you know, not, not last year, the year before. Um, so yeah, we had know, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders Cole yes. Beasley. Yep. Yeah, and, so and, and we had boys. other people that, you know, were taking the attention, um, you know, away from him and to me, and, and I've said this up a couple of times, um, he's, he's that vertical threat. He, you know, I was actually joking yesterday, you know, my biggest gripe about him is he doesn't, uh, run, you know, routes well. And he, you know, the way he catches the ball is very weird, which we've all talked about. 
-hmm. And that's why it leads to a lot of the drops. So, you know, to have him just be that vertical threat and then to have, you know, digs on one side, to have D hop on the other, to have a true slot receiver. Uh, and then, you know, we can mix it up and bring, you know, Shakir in and we, you know, we have, um, you know, uh, Hardy to be able to do uh, different, you know, little gadget plays is I, our offense would be ridiculous. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, I definitely think that that's the one thing we need is, is that true number two, that's consistent all the time. Um, and that's why I would love to have D hop. Um, so me, uh, I'm and, on board and, with that. And to, and to, and to Bill's mafia out there, let me, let me holler at y'all for a second. Okay. Cause after we <laughs> lost to the Bengals, I was depressed. I know a lot of Bills Mafia was the way they came in there and they whooped up on us. And like after that, I go in spaces and people want to fire McDermott. They want Bean out of here. They want Dorsey out of here. And Bills fans, relax, man. Like we'll we'll yeah. we'll be we'll be fine. That was a yeah. that was a team that won 13 games in the regular season, won a playoff game. Obviously, the season did not go how we wanted it to go. But, you know, you had to deal with Von Miller getting injured. Soon as he went down in the Thanksgiving Day game, our pass rush cratered. You know, you had Jordan Poyer in and out of the lineup. You know, he was the walking wounded, playing with so many injuries. He'll be back and healthy. Micah Hyde went out, you know, week two in the Titans game, you know, the end of that game, we didn't see him for the rest of the season. A lot of people are down on Tredavious White. You know, last season was a tough season for him right. coming back off of that torn ACL. Now, you know, a, a full, you know, year plus removed from it. I think he'll be a lot better, you know. So I, I, I say all of that to say the Bills are nowhere near as bad as some people make it seem. And some people think the Jets passed us and, you know, we right. can't contend with the Chiefs and the Bengals. No, that's not true, man. Yeah. Go out I think and trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Have a good draft. And, you know, like uh, there's still free agents out there. I know our cap is tight, but, you know, after like May 2nd, you know, we don't have to worry about right. the comp formula anymore. Yep. And then, you know, we can add some more free agents because there's still talent out there. Chill. Like Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott know. They know it's go time. You know, we're going in the year six or whatever it's time to get to the damn super right. bowl man so just bills mafia chill man like I, I i trust trust the process the bills know what they're doing man josh allen said he's never been more locked in and focused in his life yep. i'm not gonna start preaching right now but just just, <laughs> just chill out bills mafia like uh. you, you know rep your team rep your team like you're supposed to and we're gonna we're gonna be damn good this season Papa Ron said, can you say it a little louder for the fans in the back? I know, um, right? Chill we, out, Bills Mafia. We're going to be good money this season, okay? Yeah, I've, in, in you know, a lot of times, and Jerry and I kind of battle back and forth a lot about this, um, which I guess can be entertaining for some people. Um, Dorsey, to me, he was not only a first-time offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, he was a first-time offensive coordinator ever. Mm -hmm. um, he was hired to do it in college and never actually did it because we brought him in as a quarterback coach. So he was hired at Appalachian State um, as the um, OC, and then we brought him on before the season ever um, ever started. So um, he's never actually did it. Last year was his first year, you know, calling plays. So we ended the season as the second offense in, um, you know, the 
two I think it was two categories, you know, points yeah, we were, and then we were um, second in the league in total yards, in yards and second and in the league in points, points yeah. scored. So, so I mean, we were we were number two in his first season. I mean, I admit, you know, the offense needs to be more creative. We need to be better in the red zone. You know, we need to be able to run the football better. There's things we need to do, but I mean, that was that was his rookie season, yeah. man. Like imagine do you know, you know being, what that being, reminds me of? That reminds me of 2019 when we all were saying fire day ball. Yeah, correct. He needs, correct. he needs to be more creative. We need correct. to learn how to run the ball better. He needs to be able to, you know, um, do better in the red zone. All of those things. And then what did we do in 2020? We were freaking ridiculous mm-hmm. on offense. Josh went nuts. So I'm hoping that, you know, Dorsey's a little bit more confident. He has, you know, his own confidence. You know, Sean has the confidence in him moving forward. Um, we know that Josh has confidence in him because Josh is the one that pushed, you know, for him to, you know, to be the OC. So yeah, that was that was um, his, that was his yeah. choice. That was yeah. his choice. So, so I look forward to it. I agree with you. Um, so speaking on those terms, um, a lot of a lot of Bills fans, their their biggest complaint is we have not gotten better this offseason. My disagreement there is I think that we have gotten better at quite a few positions even if it's incrementally better it's we've gotten better we've gotten better at guard we've gotten better um you know with replacing McKenzie um we've gotten better you know as our third you know with a third running back um the one thing we've lost obviously is linebacker mm-hmm. um we we signed a new safety which is going to be very interesting um and he can be that that starter down the road um, after Hyde and Poyer decide to um, to retire, I think he's going to pan out rapid. I think he's going to pan out really well. Mm-hmm. So I do think we've gotten incrementally bigger or better um, at at most of the positions except for linebacker. Do you feel like people are only saying that because we haven't made one of those big, huge splash signings? Or do you think that there is one position that people are overly concerned about and that's why they're you know they're all up in arms because we haven't addressed that position i mean i think part of it is you know we haven't added you know one of the top free agents in the league but um somebody's ringing my door but i don't know who would be at my door this late but um (laughs) but um yeah so uh yeah so anyway we haven't added one of the top you know free agents in the nfl so but brandon bean told us like you know relax bills mafia we don't have it like that you know cap wise i know he said it the year before and then he got von miller but he said you know it wasn't going to be that kind of party this year around so i'm not i'm not surprised by that but you know i i feel you know we got better on the offensive line I feel, you know, we added weapons for Josh Allen, you know, when it comes to Hardy and Sherfield, you know, those are, you know, two players you get the ball in their hands and that'll help us out with, you know, yards after the catch, you know? So I think, I think I like the addition of uh, Taylor Rapp as well. I think, you know, we can have some three safety looks and, you know, he can possibly be one of the safeties of the future when, you know, Hyde or Poya, you know, calls it quits in another, you know, year or two. I'm hoping they can play for us for another two years. But, I mean, obviously, we got it. We got it. I feel we have a big gaping hole in the uh, middle of our defense at middle linebacker. I don't know if anybody on the roster right now is, you know, like set to play at a high level at middle linebacker for us. But, I mean, 
mean, you know, we we still we still got the draft. Like I said, after after May with the comp formula, you know, we can't you know we can't right. sign any. Well, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of linebackers, in my opinion, out there right now. I think they all pretty much have gotten signed at this point. Yeah, um, so but, I but do I, think. But I think but I think our linebacker replacement is going to come in a draft. I, yeah. I think I think they'll I think they'll draft a linebacker if not in the first round, the second round, or you know, no later than the third round. Yeah. So if we I, don't I, get I, someone I, early, if we don't get someone early, I I you know I feel like we'll have AJ Klein start um, and try to bring Bernard up throughout the the season. But a lot of people are talking about Specter, and I'm like, the guy never saw the field, so um, it's surprising me that so many people are so high on him. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do this, uh, this off season during like, um, you know, training camp and all that to see, you know, who's doing well and not, but Spectre did well last year in, in, in camp. And then he did well in the in preseason. Then he just, we never saw him. So um, it'll be, I, I feel like if we don't start, if we don't get somebody in the first or second round though, um, we will probably be starting AJ Klein. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> I I think I think AJ Klein is serviceable, but he's not somebody I want to put in the middle of my defense for a, a seventeen you know seventeen week season and also the playoffs as well. So um, I see I see uh, Daryl said Bernard Inspector, not it. I'm yeah. not I'm not really high on them either. I think come next week, I think the Bills will draft the middle linebacker. So I mean, I think we can, you know, revisit this a week or so from now and see what they do in the draft. It's still, yeah. you know, it's still it's still time them to uh add talent at that position. Are you um how do you feel about Oliver? Are you on the trade Oliver train? Yes, I am. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, we're in agreement. I've, yeah, I've yeah. been on that since I was actually trying to get them to trade them during the season last year. Um, Cause I figured that it would be, you know, we already had pretty deep, you know, we were pretty deep at, um, at D tackle and I'm like, we could probably get somebody um, to, to help us uh, with the, you know, wide receiver core. I was like trade, you know, Oliver for Judy. Let's see what we can get done or, um, you know, so it, I'm, I'm definitely on board, but now, you know, with, um, you know, it being a $10 million contract, it's, I don't think we'll get a lot for him. Um, but I'm like, if we can get a fourth, even a fourth or fifth round, I'm on board for, I'm definitely on board I'm, with it. I'm totally out on Ed Oliver. Okay. I would trade him his pod. I would trade him. Okay. Like, uh, Ed, Ed, Ed Oliver, uh, like last year, most of the time he's missing in action. Half the time he's he's on the sideline injured. He's 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 not playing. Like I remember, like halfway through the season last year, I went on a uh, in a Twitter space and just like had a rant about Ed Oliver. Where the hell is he? He's not making plays. He's always missing in action. And then, funny enough, right after that, he started playing well. He played well for probably like a three week stretch, and then he disappeared again. But the 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 End of the rope for me with Ed Oliver was the playoff game against the Bengals. We need him. The Bengals are starting backup offensive linemen, and I don't even know if Ed Oliver played in that game. I don't know if he recorded a, a, a stat 
at all. And I'm like, come on now. This is our yeah. top 10 draft pick. We took him ninth overall. He's due for another contract. He wants to bag. And in the biggest game of the season, he's missing. Hell no. Right. I'm out. We I'm miss, out we miss Daquan in that game so badly. Big time. Big time. Like, <laughs> so that badly. was the perfect game for Ed Oliver to take over. And the man was missing in action. And he's on Instagram making posts about show me the bag or I don't want to hear it. Just talking about money. Like, I wouldn't pay Ed Oliver $3 million right now, let alone the $10.5 he's due. So I want to trade him. I want that $10.5 million off the book so we can use it to go well, get somebody else. Trade him this, next week. I'm going to cut this from this from this video. I know it's live, but when I go to repost it, I'm going to cut this section so no other team hears you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? But No, he's yeah. worth like a first or a second, people. He definitely is. No, I'm joking. Um, all right. I'm, I'm so before, I'm sorry. I'm out. On no, that. I'm, I'm, I, we're on the same page there. I'm not used to agreeing with the person that I'm talking to. So it's funny, but yeah, we're, we're definitely on the same page there. Um, just one, you know, kind of fun thing before we head out. Um, you've been to a lot of stadiums. So have I, um, I'm trying to do the whole round Robin, I guess, of, of stadiums. Um, you know, before I'm, I'm done, uh, what has been your favorite stadium and what has been your most favorite game? Okay, that's easy. Uh, favorite stadium. I really like going to Tampa Bay when uh, the season before last, when we uh, played the Bucks and we were getting destroyed in the first half and we came back and we should have won the game in regulation and Stefan Diggs was getting held over and over mm -hmm. and they wouldn't throw a damn flag. But I, I thought that stadium was beautiful. I liked the setup and it just, I don't I know. I hated the people, the people who sat behind me. I want, I literally, I almost got kicked out of the stadium. I'll wow. be honest. I, um, and you know, I'm very quiet. Yes, you are. Um, yep. I'm quiet to other people. I scream yeah. and I yell and I'm focused on the game. I usually try to tone everybody else out mm -hmm. uh, around me because um, I'm very superstitious uh, for those people who don't know. Yeah, um, I've, I've sat I've sat with you right next to you plenty of times at games, and you're very respectful. You rap uh, and you scream for your bills and stuff. Uh, I know. So it had to be a, a pretty crazy people behind you for that to ooh, happen. But Chicago, Chicago, the person next to me, I had to I had to, I had to switch with somebody because I was I was getting to that point. Oh, but wow. Tampa Bay, um, I, I legit picked up my drink and I was about ready to throw it at the person. Um, and <laughs> that was in the, should, it was in the first that, half. That would have happened. You should have sent me a text so I could have came and found you or something <laughs> like before, before uh, it all went down. But uh, I was with, I was with my friend Adrian and he was just like, sir, you're going to get kicked out. They call it security. I was like, if that's, if the guy does not, he just needs to go back to a seat. He was two rows behind us and he actually kept on coming up and like, getting right into my ear and i was oh, just like this wow. isn't gonna i was i was this close to to doing something um which is kind of funny because yeah, i'm pretty I, I, like i said i'm pretty reserved um yeah, I, I, love, it, I love the uh i love the uh buck stadium you know just it's a beautiful the, stadium though. yeah yeah it's a beautiful stadium so that's the uh my favorite one i've been in so far my favorite game without question is the 13 seconds AFC division around against the Chiefs like that. I, like, I don't know. That game was incredible. Like neither quarterback can be stopped. It was like 
clash of the titans josh allen and right. you know at his apex going against mahomes at his apex and all the touchdowns being scored back and forth and us, you know, Josh Allen hitting Gabriel Davis with 13 seconds left. And I'm thinking we won the game and I'm looking at some Chiefs fans sitting around me crying and devastated. Like, no, the Bills really came in here and beat us. And then obviously we we didn't win. But the emotion like that fourth up and quarter, down, all um, those touchdowns that was scored. That was the craziest game I've ever been at. My favorite game I've ever been at in my life. With, with I wish the ending was different. I but wish the ending was different. That's, but. that's first, and there's nothing close to it. But second will be when we destroyed the Patriots the week before that, and we, you know, froze out there in minus six degrees temperature, and we destroyed them forty-seven to seventeen. So, I mean, the playoffs two years ago, those were uh, my 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 two favorite games ever. Yeah, ever I, ever I, being at for sure. Yeah, I didn't even think about. Um, the the perfect game the perfect offensive game that would have that that was a fun game that was yeah. i mean like just from the the first you know couple of you know minutes and then who was it Hyde that got the interception yeah that um, was Hyde that was one yeah. of the craziest interceptions ever he came out of nowhere and picked that ball off yeah but i will say um for the uh for the chiefs game um i was uh i was literally laughing crying cheering laughing again mm-hmm. every emotion. and then every single emotion mm-hmm. and then like at the end just sitting there stunned like i had no words i it was just um and, and then walking out of there we were all so deflated and i will say as much as i can't stand going to kc we've done it so many so many times over the last mm-hmm. couple of years and now i'm going again next week yeah. um i'm i'm over it at this point but i will say that the Chiefs fans on the way out from where our section was were actually really cool. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they were like, that's the best game I've ever seen. Tapping yeah. us, you know, on the shoulder saying, you know, what, how amazing was that? Hold your head high, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it was definitely, you know, it was not a bad experience walking out. Now I've had bad experience walking out of that stadium. So I can't ever say that I enjoy going to that stadium, but um but yeah, so it's uh it definitely I I'm I'm on board there. Um I thought can I ask you what your your least favorite stadium is? Uh least favorite I probably go with the damn dolphin stadium sitting in that sun, like <laughs> you know, ready to pass out in that heat. And you know, on the visitor side, we gotta sit in the heat on the dolphin side, yeah. they're in the shade. I mean, it's I mean it's it's kind of genius how they set it up, but I mean it's 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 it's, it's not fun going there sitting in that in that heat, that's for sure. I so yeah, it's a big it's a big no for me. I, I agree. I have never I never actually thought of it because I go when I'm not traveling for the Bills games, I have season tickets for the um, the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. So I go there every weekend that there's a home game for the Hurricanes. So I'm used to it <laughs> to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but I don't sit on the visitor side. I sit in the end zone for, for the Hurricane game. So it's a okay. little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that my least favorite stadium has been um, the Saints Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I've um, found out that um, – they might be hosting um, the Super Bowl in uh, 
not might. They are in 2025 or 2026. I think 2025. Yeah, the next season is in Vegas. The season after that is in New Orleans. So, yeah, yeah. they're yeah, two like, years from now. That is the end zone seating in, at that stadium, I think, is – probably the worst I, you know, have ever sat in. And I'm actually really, you know, like I never, I never really cared where I sat as long as I was lower level. Yeah. Um, But I've gotten a little spoiled, you know, sitting, you know, front row and in, in more 50 yard line that um now I will spend a little bit extra to be able to, to sit in those seats. Yeah. Um, But when, but sitting in the end zone in New Orleans, um, I was like, you can't see certain things happen. Um, they have TVs that weren't ever working and were on a delay. Um, I wasn't, I, you know, wasn't impressed. So I'm actually pretty surprised that they're getting another Super Bowl. Yeah, they they got a they got a they've gotten a few already. And yeah, I remember. Yep, yeah, um, for the uh, Thanksgiving Day game when uh, Trey White tore tore his knee, I yeah. was actually sitting at the opposite end of the end zone. Uh, where you know you you and your crowd was sitting at, so yeah, I remember waving to you. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So it it definitely wasn't the best visual, the best seats, or right. anything like that. So I, I I hear you on that. So speaking quickly about Thanksgiving, um, there is one small potential of us playing on Thanksgiving this year. When you look at everything, there is a potential that we could play um, the Chargers in LA on Thanksgiving. Most of the time, the third game that they have, they they usually want AFC, NFC. They don't usually want AFC, AFC, but um, they definitely like the Bills on Thanksgiving. So um, there is a small potential. Um, I am just over our star players tearing their ACL on Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. So I am okay with us not playing on Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> I'm just okay. Yeah, with I, it. I tweet. I tweeted out no more Thanksgiving Day games for a while because yeah. two years ago it was Trey White. Last year it was Von Miller. So I'm like, okay, take us off Thanksgiving. I know America loves to watch the Bills on Thanksgiving, and you know we win that game and we're gonna put a good game on for everybody. But just let us let us not plan Thanksgiving for this season because. I'll go into that game so afraid that somebody's going to tear their, their ACL. Yeah. So just give us one season off. Let us win the whole <laughs> damn thing. And then the following season, you can put us back on Thanksgiving. All right. Well, before we head out uh, next week, again, I will be in Kansas City for the draft. Uh, so Jerry and I, Jerry will be back. He pro He's promising me um, that he will be back next week. So um, we will be going live on Wednesday at 9 p.m., everyone. So uh, we'll be right after Chop Up instead of Thursday. Um, and then, LeSean, why don't you tell everybody, you know, where they can find you on Twitter and anything that you might be, you know, having come up soon, any spaces or anything else? Well, on well on Twitter, you can definitely uh, follow me at uh, Warlock6, W-A-R-L-O-C, number six, um, I'm always on Twitter. I mean, I may not tweet all the time, but I'm always on Twitter. So, I mean, you can always reach out to me, give me a follow, shoot me a DM. I'll try my best to get right back to careful you. And, you um, be careful what you wish for <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> with those right? DMs. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. But um, just um, thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, me and you, we did our thing. Shout out to Bill's Mafia for sure. And, you know, but before you know it, it'll be training camp time back in Rochester and ready yep. for the season to roll around, man. And I just 
We gotta we gotta win the whole damn thing, man. We deserve it as Bills fans. Everything we've been through, and you know, like just you you know what time it is. You of you of all people. I just want one. That so I just want just, one. <laughs> give me one. Yeah, give me, give me. Yeah, they say they. Yeah, they say. Uh, what is it? Uh, one before I die. One before I die. I'm, yeah, I'm. Me, I'm greedy enough though that once I get the one, I'm gonna say okay, one more. Yeah, but one, two and then three. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I just but just give me the first one. Just give me the first one. <laughs> All yeah, right, we, everyone. we deserve it. Let's 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 do it, Bills Mafia. Do, so uh, let's have let's have a great draft. Let's trade for DeAndre Hopkins, and you know, like let's get going. All right, all right. Well, thank you everyone for joining, and see you next week. And go Bills. Go Bills.